Hi, everyone. So I'm here to discuss the last episode of Married at First Sight. So again, there's not a whole lot really to talk about with this episode. We're just still kind of going through the motions of the weddings and everything. So I'm not going to go into it too much with that. But we're also going to talk about the season that's upcoming. And we're also going to do predictions. So let's get into it. So the first thing that I want to talk about, well, kind of the first, I'm really only talking about two people in particular in two separate couplings. So the first person that I'm going to talk about is Emily, who is paired with Brennan, who is the person who hasn't been in a committed relationship prior to this. This is her first relationship. Now, it's not the first time seeing someone on the show who hasn't had a relationship before and is on the show. Does it always work out? Mm, From my memory, no, (laughs) it doesn't. But anyway, the thing that I had an issue with with her is the fact that not that you haven't been in a relationship, but the fact that you're trying to justify the reasons that you weren't in a relationship and are basically kind of like, well, you know, it's okay that I wasn't in a relationship, you know, it just means I got to live my life and kind of do my own thing, hook up with people or whatever. Um, and now I'm ready kind of thing. Like I just felt like she was justifying it or making or sugarcoating it. And, you know, she's like, I don't think it's a red flag. It can be a red flag for some people because how do you know what you like in an actual relationship? You live and you learn in a relationship. How do you know you're even when you fall in love with somebody if you've never been in an actual relationship and actually have been in love with somebody? Chances are you're not falling in love with your hookups. I would hope you're not anyways. So it's, I have a problem with her attitude towards it. And again, no judgments. These people are married. They can decide to have sex if they so choose on the first night. Would I do that? No, because I don't know you. We haven't had a conversation really prior to today, you know? But the fact that she's so quick to kind of be like, I mean, I have the handcuffs and I have the whip, but I don't have the key for the handcuffs. So that could be, the the handcuffs will open up. Don't ask me how I know that. But it's just like, you know, you're clearly very quick to lead with your sexuality, which is okay to an extent. But I think in this situation, it's like, are you in this for the actual husband or are you in this for the sex? And the thing is, she kind of reminds me of somebody who I don't think was very serious about a committed relationship. Now, don't ask me if it's on this show or a different show because I can't remember, but she does remind me of somebody and I'm just like, I don't think you're serious. I really don't. I guess we'll see. 
The other thing I want to talk about is, is it Orion? I can't remember now. I know I'm, I feel like I'm saying that wrong. Okay. Anyway, you, you know, I mean, I do feel like I'm saying his name incorrectly, but him, the conversation he had with her father was not going good and he needed to jump ship. Now, here's what I'll say. When they're asked the question about Colorado, whether or not that's somewhere he sees himself living permanently, he says, no, okay, that's fine. And says he does see himself living on the East Coast. And he's kind of giving these reasons of why and things he wants or views or whatever. He's talking about his his journey, I guess, to getting to that point of wanting to have a house. I don't think he says to permanently live, permanently live on the East Coast, but to, you know, have that as an option. And the father is like, you know, I hear you talking about all of these things, but not once are you talking about how your wife is going to be included in that. I don't hear you saying any of that. And here's what I'm going to say, dad. He just got married. He needs to catch, his brain needs to catch up to the fact that he's now a married man to a woman he just met. Your brain needs to play catch up even when you have been with this person, built a relationship with this person prior to marriage. Your brain still needs to catch up. So I thought he was acting very, very harshly towards him for someone who literally got married hours ago. <laughs> like, I didn't see anything wrong that he said. I think he's still thinking like a single person because his brain is used to play catch up. That's it. Now, if later on down the road, he only talks about himself and what he wants, then yes, that's a red flag. But it's too soon to have red flags. It's way too soon to have those when you got to give these two people a chance to figure their shit out and figure out where, like, what's happening. <laughs> this is moving very fast for them. A lot of them always say, and I think, again, for anyone who goes through a wedding, even if they know the person, it's an absolute whirlwind. And it happens all so quickly that you miss things. So it's unfair for her father to be, and I get because it it's his daughter, but it's just so unfair to kind of be like, kind of pouncing on him a little bit. But then the problem came in when I'm like, okay, you're just keep on digging because he's digging his grave here. And the father, I can't remember exactly what the question was that the father had asked him, but he made the comment of, I just don't like to be bossed around. And I'm like, oh my God, no. After everything her father just told you, that's the answer you came back with? Can we try again? <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 no. And again, maybe it's nerves at that point. Maybe it's, you know, I just, I feel ganged up on now because of something that I said and I didn't say it the right way. So now he's just nervous. But I'm like, I would have aborted ship 
or or I don't know what else, but something. So I felt for him in that moment, but um, yeah, I don't know. But it's basically my thoughts really on this episode. There's not much else that I really felt that needed to be discussed. I like everybody else. Cameron's really tall. <laughs> I, I, yeah. So, um, the season coming does look really, really good, guys. It looks really good. It looks dramatic. It looks like there's going to be some stuff that's happening. And, um, it looks like Michael makes an appearance, which I am going to quickly talk about when we do our predictions because they are trying, I guess, to convince him to come back and try again. And I have a theory, and I'll tell you in a minute. But it does look really good, and I'm really excited for this season. It looks juicy, and we needed it after last season. Um, so predictions. Here we go. So I think everyone really has the potential to work. But I'm not sure if everyone is going to be able to make it. So here's what I say. Brennan and Emily. Um, I think that it's not going to work. And the reason why I think it's not going to work is it could be many different reasons. It could be that this is, could scare her because she hasn't had a relationship like this before. Or it could scare him because she's never had a relationship like this before. I don't know which way it's going to go. But what I am going to say is I think for their own reasons, they're both going to say no on decision day. Cameron and Claire. I think this could work. I think they could work. Um, yeah, I think this could definitely, definitely go good for them. So I think they will both say yes on decision day. Fingers crossed. Claire and Austin. Sorry, no, Austin and Rebecca, not Claire and Austin. Austin and Rebecca. Um, I really want them to work. I think they could, but I also do wonder if, if she's too quirky for him. I do wonder that. I do worry about it. I do think ultimately they could both say yes, but I think there is the possibility that one of them could say no and I think it could be him. So I'm kind of all over the place here with that one, but I'm trying to take away from the fact that I want them to work, and I'm trying to think of from that perspective. Um, Orion and Lauren, they're not going to work. They're not going to work, and here's why I say they're not going to work. One telling thing that Lauren said this episode was that she's never been with somebody outside of her race, nor has he been with anyone in his race. That's not unusual for either person. But 
what I worry about is she told the experts that she was open to dating someone outside of her race. So maybe this is dumb of me, but I'm assuming you're comfortable doing that because you have dated outside of your race or have at least explored that or whatever. But she flat out said that she's never dated outside of her race. So I do worry. She does seem open to learning his um, indigenous culture. But I do worry that this might be too much for her. She seems really into him. That's really great. And he is into her. But I just don't know if it's going to work. I don't, I don't know if this can work. I think there's going to be huge differences um, between the two then maybe we can become a problem for both. So I don't think they're going to say yes on decision day. I think, if anything, she'll be the one to say no. He might say yes. He might say no. But I think for sure she's going to be the one to say no. Those are my predictions for the couples that we do have. But guess what, guys? I have something here in front of me. And, um... I'm not going to go any further on this article because I want to be surprised. But in me trying to find out who the names are of the couples, because I don't remember, I did an article search here to get the information that I was looking for. And Michael's name shows up here as one of the couples that are picked. And I'm thinking, okay, that's great. Um, but we don't have another side of the couple now, do we? I've got a name. And her name's Chloe. Her name is Chloe. This is the other person that Michael was um, paired with. So then that leads me to this prediction. Does Michael and Chloe try to do this again? Do they convince, do, do the experts convince them to try this again? I think so. I think Michael is all in on this. I do worry, or not worry, but more wonder if he trusts her at this point. Because he's had his family, his friends throw up for him, and this not happen. So I do wonder if he will even want to do this with her. 100% he doesn't have to. But I do think Chloe will, if this mystery Chloe woman will come back and say, I'm an idiot. I got really freaked out. I, you know, I psyched myself out, but I do want to do this. So let's do this. I think she will. I guess we'll see though. But that's it for Married at First Sight for this last week's episode. Um, again, we're just going to keep this very short, but please rate and review the podcast on either Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whichever podcast app that you're able to rate and review us. Again, we are going to be starting to read four or five star reviews on the podcast. So help with our growth. We really want to be able to grow. You also 
can find us on all your favorite podcast apps, including YouTube, where you can subscribe to the channel, take a listen, comment, like, do whatever you want on there. And that's a reality tea times two. And you can connect with us on Facebook at reality tea times two. Instagram threads at reality t times two podcast, Twitter on reality t times two pod, and you can email us at reality t times two at hotmail.com. Again, all of this information will be in the show notes. Everything that normally is there in our show notes will be there for you to get all the information that you need. But that's it for me for now, guys. Thanks so much. Bye.